Welcome to ClickFunnels Radio, where we go behind the scenes and uncover the tactics and strategies top entrepreneurs are using to make more sales, dominate their markets, and how you can get those same results. Here's your host, Dave Woodward. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to ClickFunnels Radio. I am super excited. I have the opportunity of having Taylor Conway on their show. And Taylor's a guy I met, uh, gosh, a couple of years ago out at TNC. We actually hosted a, a yacht uh, dinner show out there and he was on there he actually sat next to Courtney uh, my executive assistant and she's like Taylor's like one of the nicest guys you will ever meet in addition to that he also is the guy who basically is getting literally hundreds of people on TEDx talks he's done four of them himself and the cool part actually out of all that for me is he's actually been able to go out and use use that and leverage that to actually building I think 500 schools and libraries is that what I heard you talking about yeah 500 schools libraries water projects we got into anti-sacking work in Cambodia. And by the way, caveat, Dave, the reason Courtney said I'm the nicest person ever is because I always carry around dark chocolate in my pocket. And I had it on the yacht with you. And I was like, do you want some dark chocolate? She's like, wait, what? I said, just say yes and show that uh, it's a way to anyone. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Taylor, let's dive into this. Uh, obviously, you're the go-to guy when it comes to person getting on the TEDx talk. How in the world did you get started in that business? Have you ever heard of a book called The Surrender Experiment, Dave? I haven't. Okay, so there's this book, The Surrender Experiment, and basically the message in it is it's by the same guy that wrote The Untethered Soul. Do you know that, know that one? Yeah, Untethered Soul is like a, like a textbook in spirituality, let's say. Yeah. It's a staple, right? And he wrote this book called The Surrender Experiment where he talks about surrendering to what life brings you. Like, what is what are people naturally coming to you for? And to be honest with you, it's kind of funny. Like, the two of my, the most impactful books of my life are The Surrender Experiment and uh, Dot Com Secrets. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, what, what do those have in common? I'll tell you, is that Michael Singer, the guy who wrote The Untethered Soul, millions and millions of copies sold, you know, he's an amazing being. Uh, he tells people to just go with, like, what do people naturally come to you for, right? And you know, Russell and you guys, you guys talk about like, what do people come to you for? What are you an expert at, right? Expert secrets and all that kind of thing. So I, after doing two back-to-back like uh, traditional Mayan sweat lodges in central Mexico, um, after building, we had just built our 150th house in Mexico. We're, wow. we're, we're building 150 homes throughout Latin America, Guatemala, Colombia, um, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, and Mexico. And so we're building all these houses all over the place for families living in some conditions. I go to do this, a couple of sweat lodges in central Mexico, and it just becomes crystal clear to me. It's time to move into, just time to start a family. It's time to start like a business that can actually sustain me because the impact work was fun, but wasn't the most, let's call it lucrative um, opportunity. <laughs> and so, and I knew it was going to be, it was time to move into preparing for a family. So it's, it's a long-winded answer, but I decided to listen to what naturally came to me. I, I, saw, I thought to myself, if I just actually surrender to what life is bringing to me, what people are naturally coming to me for, what I, what I find easy, it's TEDx talks. And I remember like having my a word with the universe or God. I mean, like, are you serious? TEDx talks? Like, I'm the school building guy. We built 500 of these. I thought you wanted me to build schools all over the world. And, um, and this is my, you know, my own spirituality. And I've decided to surrender to it because people always came to me. I'd done four TEDx talks. Um, they've got, you know, a decent amount of views. And people were always coming to me, how do I get a TEDx talk? So I was like, I'll surrender to it. 
And days, I literally just put a post on Facebook and said, hey, I'm going to train people on how to get TEDx talks. It costs, uh, what did I say, 40 bucks. Show up to this place in Venice, <laughs> California. We're all going to, it's a friend of mine's office. And I'll just shoot the shit with you and, and tell you how to get a TEDx talk. 30 people showed up and that's where it went from. And then people are like, I want more help. Can you sit at my applications for me? Can you come up with the answers to the TEDx applications? Can you title my talk? Can you train me on the talk? And I was like, I don't know how to do this. That's when I read Dotcom Secrets. Then I read Expert Secrets with an intern. Literally, this is how it started. With an intern. And I said, you got to read these books. They're very good. And so we read the, literally read those two books and then Jeff Walker's um, launch book and put together an offer to help people land TEDx talks. And now, fast forward from the sweat lodges, we've helped hundreds of people land TEDx talks. They've gotten tens of millions of views. And it literally transforms someone's business, their income, their impact. It's in my mind, it's the most potent, efficient vehicle for getting a message out that is on the planet Earth today, which is why we do it. Yeah, that is so cool. Well, Taylor, tell me how, when you start looking at TEDx talks, why why are they so powerful? Everyone hears about them, but I mean, what's, what's the big bang behind the whole idea of the TEDx talk? Two reasons. Number one, and I'll give you each of an example, Dave. I've spoken at a bunch of places around the world. Okay, I spoke to the United Nations four times, spoken in Chile in front of 20,000 people, in front of stadiums of 10,000 people. And at A-Fest, tell me this, Dave, when I did a talk at the United Nations, how long was it? You have no idea. No idea. <laughs> I did a talk at A-Fest, how long was it? No clue. No clue. And when I did the talk at the United Nations, like, is it going to be something interesting? Probably, maybe, A-Fest, maybe. With a TED Talk, it is 18 minutes or less. Is it going to be interesting? Heck, yes, it's going to be interesting. We as a, let's say, portion of society have been programmed that we are going to learn something really fascinating and we're going to learn it very fast within a TED Talk. So people ask, like, is, is the brand diluted? Lots of people have done TEDx Talks. When you act, tell me what one other stage that is as powerful as a TED Talk, that is that predictable, that is like ingrained in people's minds, I'm going to learn something fast, which we get a wonderful dopamine and endorphin rush when we, when we learn something as human beings. And when we learn it fast, it's like a lethal combination. That's why these TED Talks go viral. That's why people click on them. They know they're not committing to 40 minutes. That's they know true. it's going to be fast and they're going to learn something. Dude, that's awesome. Well, what was your first TEDx talk? Or what are your four <laughs> things about? Yeah, it was called How to Build a School in Three Hours. And so, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, time... I, I wanted to, I was a real estate agent at the time, and I invented a way of fundraising to build schools in Kenya. And it was to raise $10,000. And I thought anyone could do it in three hours. So I built a little like technology. It was just janky and slapped together at first. Uh, you guys build something way better on ClickFunnels. But um, I we slapped this thing together and I raised 10 grand. Took me, took me like a day, uh, but the setup took less than three hours. And then because of that TED Talk, 2,000 people of the whatever 40,000 people or so that watched it at the time, 2,000 people signed up on the little you know, landing page that I had um, and said, I want to I raise money too. And I, thought, I started doing the numbers. I was like, wait, just if a fraction of these people raise the money, that's going to be millions of dollars raised. And so we ended up raising $5 million. And the way that we did it was all the exact same way. We had Dave reach out to... 33 of his friends, and he asked them all to give $3.33 a day for three months. Very clear. 33 friends, That's $3.33 a, cool idea. a day for three months, raises 10 grand. Dude, we had a six-year-old. Such a good idea. 10 grand. We had 
thousands of people from all over the world. We built schools for, for about a quarter million people are getting impacted by the projects. Why? Because of a freaking TED talk. Because 90, dude, 90% of the people that raise money came from the TED talk. I know you and like everyone listening to this really gets off on conversions as do I. <laughs> at one point, the second TEDx talk, the second TEDx talk was on the same subject matter. Every uh, 40 views that the TED talk would get, someone would sign up to raise money. One in 10 of those signs, and these are YouTube views. Every one in 10 of those views, one of the 10, one in 10 of those signups would actually start a campaign. So one in 400 views would start raising money to build a school. And the average amount raised was like 3000 bucks or something like that. So it was like, so I didn't, I had no, I didn't know what an email list was. I didn't have a Facebook or anything like that. But <laughs> all I knew was that I think this is a good conversion. And in my mind, like I said, I've done all these speeches. I'm not saying to be like, yeah, I've done, you know, I'm really great. And I've spoken on it. I'm basically saying that nothing, AFAST, United Nations, We Day, Disney, Google, nothing holds a candle to the impact and the, the, the outcomes of the TEDx talks. That's why I've done four. And that's why we've helped so many people, you know, get theirs. Dude, that is so awesome. When are you doing your TED talk? That's the real question. <laughs> we'll talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> well, tell me, cause I actually, okay, we'll go, we'll go on this one right now because one of the things I always think of is, I don't know if I have a topic that is credible enough for a TED talk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So well, people are listening. I'm going, ah, I don't know what I would say on a TEDx talk. How, how do you come? I mean, you got an awesome headline, by the way, which is super, super important. But uh, tell me when you've got people going, I know I need to do one. I just don't know what to talk about. You know what, Dave? I, I think that people kind of psych themselves out because they think they're trying to do a TED Talk that's, that needs to get viewed 100 million times. Or they're trying to impact like 8.5 billion people, like everyone on Facebook, <laughs> earth, right? And in reality, if you, have, if you have the feeling like I would love to do a TED Talk, realistically, the person that you're doing that TED talk for is probably like you five years ago or you 10 years ago. That's a cool The idea. reason people want to do TED talks is to help other people get through something easier, to help them have a more thriving life, to help them have a more comfortable life. The thing is, Dave, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, you've gone through a bunch of stuff in your life, right? You didn't end up here walking on puppy dogs and roses, right? <laughs> That's a weird saying, walking. No one wants to walk on puppy dogs, but you get the point. Um, Everyone's gone through some stuff and your TED talk, it's not meant to reach 8.5 billion people. It's meant to reach the people that it's meant to reach. I'll give you an example. The first person eight years ago, like I would do this on the side, eight years ago that I helped to get a TED talk, his name's Kevin Briel. He was going through depression, anxiety, mental health issues. He was 19 years old. I meet up with him. I said, look, I'm going to help you get a TED talk. I'll show you how to name it, show you how to spread it. So it gets lots of views, et cetera that's going to basically pave the way for your adult life. And he's like, as a 19 year old, what he's like, uh, okay. So we help him land a Ted talk. We name it confessions of a depressed comic confessions of a depressed comic. And that talk got four and a half million views. And the most notable view in my mind was a, he sent me an email from this, this woman who emailed him after his talk and said, Hey, my name's Amber. I'm 16 years old. And Kevin, I just wanted to let you know that I've been struggling with a lot of the same stuff that you've been struggling with, depression, anxiety, mental health issues. And I decided that enough was enough and I'm going to take my, I was going to take my own life. She said, I had the pills, I had the letter written, and I sat at the edge of my bed deciding that that, that night was the night. Then, for some reason, your talk came on my feed, her, her Facebook feed. I clicked on it, I watched it, I put the pills down, I put the letter down, and I went and talked to my parents. 
So wow. thank you for me and thank you from all the other people that were going through something similar that might not ever email you. So your talk, Dave, and for everyone who's listening to this, your talk is not meant to just get a whole bunch of views so you have like feather in your cap and you're a TEDx speaker, congratulations. Your talk is meant to impact the people that it's meant to impact. It might get a thousand views and impact a thousand freaking people. It might end up impact 10,000 people or 100,000 or maybe it hits a million or 10 million, I don't know, but it reaches the people that it's meant to reach. Oh man, I love that. Uh, I think that that idea as far as impact is one of the things that uh, I've, I mean, obviously Russell and I spent a whole bunch of time talking about just the impact that so many of our customers, it's, it's no longer, ClickFunnels is no longer about us and our customers. It's about our customers' relationship with their customers. Yeah. Because that impact, that trickle-down impact is so huge. And literally, that's, as you're talking, I mean, cost, you know, you're going across 250,000 lives or millions of lives just on the, yeah. on the tri- trickle-down type of effect. So yeah. um, as you take a look at, uh, you know, you've worked now with hundreds of people trying to help them get talks. What are some of the, what are some of the beliefs that they have that you have to help them overcome? You, you said it. You said you were like literally embodying <laughs> when you said that, you're like, I just don't know if I've got something that's credible enough for Ted. In my, the question, I, the way that I would reframe that is to go, instead of do I have something credible, do I have something that could impact a few people on this planet, right? That's, 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 the, that's the, really the method. When we have, you're an overachiever, Dave, obviously, right? I'm not saying this to blow smoke. You're obviously an overachiever, being in the position that you're in, doing what you do, Right. Russell's an overachiever and most of the people that are watching or listening to this and watching this are overachievers. Why are we overachievers? A lot of that comes from in my own, I can speak for myself is that a lot of that came from a feeling of not enough. It came from, I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, I mean, I barely graduated high school, right? I was a small town firefighter when I was 24 in a whole bunch of debt. And I did not know what a funnel was, believe me. Um, and I knew, I felt at that point in my life and still every time before I go on stage, I feel like I'm not enough. I feel like, why are these people going to listen to me? What do I do? You know, who am I to talk on this stage? Dave, I've spoken in front of a hundred thousand people live across the, across five continents. And I feel it every freaking time. I feel it before a freaking webinar. I feel it before a big zoom call that the, the not enough, it rears its head in a bunch of different ways. And so to answer your question more concisely around what comes up for people, what objections, what fears and kind of stuff. It usually comes from some sort of a core wound and us overachievers, a reason that we overachieve a lot of times to try to prove ourselves because we don't feel like we're enough. And so whatever the question might be, is my talk going to be good enough? Are enough people going to watch it? Is it credible enough? Is my talk, is my title enough? They all come from one core wound of not feeling enough. And my suggestion and my invitation to people is don't wait for, to get over that core wound or all these logical objections you might have you have to go through it you have to, that we you can thrive and expand coexisting with that fear the fear doesn't have to go away and again the talk is not for everyone the talk is for the people that it's meant to reach and thank you so much for sharing that um i know that years ago i had, i applied for russell gosh when we first started click funnels to have him actually do a tedx a tedx talk but uh I was talking to Taylor MacArthur about it. It's like, you know what? You do the same thing everyone else does. And I literally applied just in our Boise area only and yeah. didn't work. And one time done, I'm like, you know, what? I'm not going to mess with this. I'll do other things. What is, so what's the strategy to actually, to making sure you actually get a TED talk scheduled and published? Number one, 
actually let's do I'll do a bonus one and then the very the simple three steps the bonus one is remove the ego is remove be okay with failing a bunch of times failing when you're applying to TEDx events just means that you got rejected and they didn't take you for that one event we had the CEO of the World Food Bank as a client of ours it took us 57 applications to land <laughs> This is the freaking CEO of the World Food Bank. Are you joking? This man who flies into Rwanda to like solve food scarcity. He's a pretty interesting guy, right? <laughs> yes. We also have Mike, my client Mike. He's a flight attendant with Southwest. Six applications. Boom. Talk landed. Right? And in his hometown. So he like applied to the place that he wanted and he landed. This food bank CEO didn't get it. Our client, our client Cynthia Thurlow, with eight million views to her talk, it took a hundred and eight applications. Oof. Dude, she has eight million views. Her talk, <laughs> that talk led to her landing a six-figure speaking contract all over the world, a book deal, a client explosion, but it still took 108. So what I'm getting at is the bonus one is like, we got to get rid of the ego and, and stop equating the, the least amount of applications with the better that I am. The applications have nothing to do with how good your talk is going to do. So if you get that out of the way, then the three steps are super simple. You have a clear, concise, unique idea. You translate that idea into TEDx application speak. So translate it into application answers. And number three, you apply until you get one. So it's, again, it's the least sexy thing ever, but those are the three <laughs> steps, right? And that's what, that's, so I remember being like, I don't understand. All the 30 people that came to me and paid 40 bucks to learn how to get a TEDx talk, I'm like, I just told you everything to do. Go do it. Zero did it. Zero. And they said, well, can you help? And I said, sure. So that's what we do. We help you come up with your clear, concise idea. Because Dave, you could probably do 10 TED Talks, right? Russell could do 10 different TED Talks. You know, a bunch of people listening could do a whole bunch of different TED Talks. We help you come up with your clear, concise idea that takes like 60 minutes. We're experts at it, probably 45. Then we translate into the application answers for you because you're a busy entrepreneur. You don't have to, you're doing podcasts. You got stuff to do. And then we apply to events until you get one. So we do the very simple things, but sometimes the least sexy things are the least fun things to do. So we do it all for you. And that's what helps people get a TEDx talk. And you just have to like remove the ego. If you don't land it right away, it's okay. It's just part of the process. Oh man, Taylor, I love that. I think it, removing the ego is a bonus that can be applied to a lot of different things. So I, I appreciate you bringing that up. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should get, I get to get a tattoo about that. Like anytime I'm like nose diving in life, it's just because ego's crept in. I'm trying to control everything, thinking that I'm the one who got me here in the first place. And in reality, what got me here is like feelings of gratitude, feelings of release, feelings of like, just like going with it, surrender. You know, it's, it's, it's the, the lesson I need to learn about 10,000 times. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> so tell me, I know a lot of people are going, well, uh, Taylor, I'd really like to get my own TED talk. What do they, how do they do it? Where do they go? What's the next step for them? Dude, well, I mean, I'll give you a, a link. There's a link that we have. You can go to thoughtleader.com slash apply, but there's a dash. Thought-leader.com slash apply. Um, and on that, you can, well, I don't have anything to sell. Real, realistic, what people can do is they can hop on there and we will get, give them a free session to talk about their idea. Because what I know is like people are not going to move in the direction of doing a TED Talk until they, they feel confident with their idea. So we have a team of like idea experts who will sit down on Zoom one-on-one -on -one with you and go through all the ideas that you got for your TED Talk and be like, that's the one. Or what most people experience is that they're like, I've got these five ideas. In reality, one of those ideas is the idea and the other four support that idea. 
Oh, right? that's cool. so you, don't, you don't necessarily have to choose one and leave all the other ones behind. Chances are they're all aligned. And so they'll help you get clear on your idea and they'll map out the process. Here's how long it's going to take. You know, here's what the work you would need to do. Here's like what you can expect for an outcome. And that's all on thought-leader.com slash apply. That's awesome. Well, you've got me thinking. I'm going to have to uh, get back with you later on some different ideas for sure. But uh, I know, I guess the... I've already booked a call for you, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) You're ready. (laughs) Well, I know the surf is calling your name and uh, living in Costa Rica, it's time to uh, go hit your second sesh. But uh, I just want to say thank you so much for coming out and uh, sharing this with our audience. Again, go to thought-leader.com forward slash apply. Again, it's thought-leader.com dot com forward slash apply there you can figure out and exactly what your your next tedx talk is going to be and uh, work with taylor's team and again taylor just want to say thank you any other parting words for our audience yeah man that was really fun my part i guess my parting words are when you get into the into the flow of these things when you actually like kind of take that step it's amazing what can happen i had no idea that 500 schools were going to get built you know and so whatever it is that you're doing what i would suggest is if you come to this process come with the impact in mind, come with like, what would I love to create in the world? Because that, those are the people that land the talk the fastest, to be totally honest with you, Dave, the people that are like, I'm doing this from my heart and soul. This is my mission in life. Dude, they land talks like, like nobody's business. Oh, I love it. Well, Taylor, thanks again, bud. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dave. See ya. Well, I hope you absolutely love all the value of that podcast. Speaking of value right now, one of the things we're really trying to do is over-deliver. And the thing we've seen that has probably created the greatest opportunity for us to over-deliver to all of you, and that is our One Funnel Away Challenge. In fact, you can actually see it at clickfunnelsradio.com forward slash OFA. Again, clickfunnelsradio.com forward slash OFA. If you've gone through the One Funnel Away Challenge in the past, this is something totally new. We started the One Funnel Away Challenge back in 2018, and it is now two and a half years later, we decided to completely redo it. Everything brand new. Simplifying the process, making it just as easy as possible for you to get results quick. Just spend 30 minutes every single day, and what you're going to get is Russell teaching you exactly what you need to do to get your funnel up and running in the next 30 days. So go to clickfunnelsradio.com forward slash OFA and get all the details there. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon.